back. Here we go. Episode show number 31. My name is Scott, your host for the Teal Shirt Report podcast. I've been looking at mock drafts uh, this morning on Tuesday morning, April the 25th. I see a mock draft where the Jaguars get a cornerback, uh, a corner, a cornerback, a CB, right? A defensive back, a cornerback. They're not in the market for a quarterback, but there are teams that are. I think Bryce Young goes number one overall. Top of the first round, he did he did really good on the test. You know, the test that the players take. Some did better than others. A.R. Richardson, Anthony Richardson, could he, could he fall? Could he absolutely fall in the draft? I think he could. I'm, I'm hearing some people say he's going to end up with the Titans. We'll see if that comes to fruition. With one AR-15, former quarterback of the University of Florida, who at the next level, man, he's got speed, he's got size, but can he complete enough passes? I think that's the the key question. Coaching is going to come into play here. Potential coaching. Uh, We'll see what happens with uh, AR-15, certainly. And we wish him well. But if he ends up with the Titans, not that well, right? Jaguars, looking at these new quarterbacks coming into the division. Trevor Lawrence, the Jags in a great position because their quarterback, who took a a huge jump up, especially in the second half of his second year in the NFL, now expecting to accelerate and escalate even further up in year three, Trevor Lawrence. Moving into his prime as a quarterback and, you know, with future contract negotiations, which will be huge in the next year or two for uh, quarterback Trevor Lawrence. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, Evan Ingram on the franchise tag. And then we got some reports that, yeah, the Jaguars definitely want to are working and they have positive inclinations toward signing Evan Ingram you know, in the coming days or coming weeks, when they're able to do that, there's certain times I guess you could negotiate with a franchise tag player with a contract. And I think there will be a multi-year uh, deal offered. That's the feeling I'm getting right now, a multi-year deal, long-term deal, whatever you like to call it. You know, obviously Trevor, or I should say Evan Ingram's camp, I think Trevor Lawrence wants him around for a while too, but uh, obviously, Evan Ingram, um, his people, his representatives obviously want that long-term or at least multi-year deal. The franchise tag is just one year. It's good money for one year. So I'm, I'm you know, and then you've got to think to yourself, can the Jags do a multi-year deal right now with Evan Ingram as they're near the cap? You know, Balky's proven to be creative. He's got a clown sitting on his desk, and he wants to prove everybody wrong that he is not a clown. Last year, Balky took a very big step toward making people feel like, well, you know, this guy is not a clown. He's a legitimate general manager in the National Football League, Trent Balky. They were brought to you by Saucer Realty and Capital for your real estate needs in North Florida. Larry Saucer, our, our good friend, sponsor he's been with us since we started bigjreport.com you know about five years ago or more larry's uh, with us on the uh, podcast as well 
The Teal Shirt Report podcast now heard in as many as 37 states across the United States. We're big for some reason in Northern Ireland as well and other international destinations, Canada, France, Mexico, uh, Germany, Australia, England, as well. Andy Powers over in Wales. Um, I want to say hello to Andy Powers. I know it's always a different time over there. Uh, it's also really in capital for your real estate needs in North Florida. Whether it's home, residential, business, commercial, or real estate, remember, Saucer Realty and Capital, Larry Saucer and his company, I will tell you, Larry has vast knowledge and vast experience in land appraising. And that goes hand in hand with, you know, being in the real estate business. Saucer Realty and Capital, they just recently sold a home back behind the Naval Air Station. Great location, very nice home. So basically, Saucer Realty and Capital, they're selling homes and doing real estate deals in Jacksonville, Gainesville, Lake City, Live Oak, and most all areas in between and a little south of this North Florida line. You'll find the link to Saucer Realty and Capital by going to our website at bigjreport.com, bigjreport.com, and uh, you'll see uh, Saucer Realty and Capital's link about halfway through our 24-7 North Florida weather reports on our website. Want to talk about LakeUfallahits.com. Great internet radio where it's all good. They have rock Saturdays, hits 2000s, Monday through Friday nights. During the banker's hours, very, very good and recognizable hits. Monday through Friday from morning until afternoon, then hits 2000s, Monday through Friday nights. Hits 2000s, Monday through Friday nights. At LakeUfallahits.com. Great internet radio where it's all good. Late at night, album album cuts, deep tracks, and unique songs late at night with LakeUfallHits.com. Great internet radio where, hey, it's absolutely all good. Don't forget about Mad Max's show. Now, it's a separate entity. The Mad Max internet, the internet radio Wednesday night music request show from 6 to 8 central time, 7 to 9 eastern time. And Max has got listeners and Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Michigan, Tennessee, and a lot of in-between and surrounding states as well across the United States. I've had this talk with Max, and like us at Teal Shirt Report Podcast, Max has some international listeners as well. That's kind of part of it, the Mad Max Mix, .weebly.com, and that's a Wednesday night internet radio, Wednesday night music request show mainly featuring uh, classic rock and music pop classics from years gone by. The Steely Dan, the Beatles, Leonard Skinner, and more. 38 Special. Uh, I've heard some bad company on the show, Alicia Bridges. So, I mean, there's pop, there's pop music classics, classic rock songs uh, and you can get your request into max will give you his phone number during the show you can text max or call him during the mad max mix each uh, wednesday evening wednesday night six to late central time seven to nine o'clock eastern time we have links to max's show on our website at bigjreport.com go to the outside the box section you'll find the article about mad max 
right at the end of the article, there's a link to click on the show on Wednesday nights, whether you're reading the article in the outside the box section or you go to uh, the Neighbors 2 section near our concert area and you'll find the link to uh, the Mad Max Mix, the Internet Radio Wednesday night music request show with Mad Max, a special mix of music. It's the Mad Max Mix dot weebly dot com we got more of the teal shirt report podcast uh coming up the mocks are out there one mock says a cornerback the cbs mock i think has the jaguars taking a defensive lineman i'm wanting an offensive tackler guard or a guy that can play both offensive tackle and guard my hope is they make the offensive line a priority with the first pick at number 24 I'm also hoping that second pick will be a defensive lineman. Everybody talks about the cornerback, uh, safety. I'd still like safety maybe with the third pick of the Jaguars. But why not really make the defensive line really good? Isn't that going to make the back end better? I'm Scott, your host for the Teal Shirt Report podcast. And, hey, we got, we got more coming up. Hey, you're tuned in to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We're before the draft. The draft is this uh, Thursday, April the 27th, my birthday. How about that? How about that? My birthday rolls around and the draft comes in kind of my my birthday gift. Uh, 28th of April uh, will follow day one. Day one is the biggest day. It's the first round. Day two, April 28th, will be the second round uh, and third round. Day three, the 29th, will be the fourth round to the seventh round. But day one is the first round this Thursday, April the 27th. The mocks are changing. CBS has the Jags getting a defensive lineman a couple of days ago. Now, now they're getting a quarterback. That's right. Things keep changing. XFL, D.C. Defenders, best team in the XFL, 9-1. Seattle Dragons, 7-3. They play for the XFL North title uh, this weekend. XFL South, Houston Renegades, 7-3. Arlington, wait, let me back that up. Houston Roughnecks, 7-3. Arlington Renegades, 4-6. Roughnecks and the Renegades, both in Texas. What's interesting is is the St. Louis Battlehawks are 7-3 and officially the third-place team in the XFL North, and they probably have, like, the fourth-best record in the league. However, Arlington gets into the playoffs because the way the XFL is set up, it's the top two teams in the North and the top two teams in the South. So you got the D.C. Defenders playing the Seattle Sea Dragons for the XFL North title this weekend, the XFL South title, the Houston Roughnecks seven and three, and the Arlington Renegades get in at four and six. Bob Stoops and his Arlington Renegades have a pretty good defense. Their offense is sputtered at times, though, and that's why they're four and six. But one game, one game, a playoff game, and the XFL South title on the line between the Houston Roughnecks seven and three and the Arlington Renegades four and six. DC Defenders nine and one. Seattle Sea Dragons seven and three. And I must say the Seattle Sea Dragons might have the best offensive team in the XFL. DC's pretty good on offense. I think they're they're 
pretty decent on defense, too. This should be a really good game. D.C. defenders versus the Seattle Sea Dragons might be the top two teams in the XFL. But the winner of that game will play the Houston Arlington, Texas winner in the XFL title game. It's been a good season. Heck, they've got through all 10 games. That's been an accomplishment in the XFL. Uh, you can follow the XFL by going to xfltoday.net for the standings, the up-to-date standings on all the teams. Orlando won just one game all year long, although they seem to improve as the season went along. Uh, Shane Matthews, one of our friends on Facebook, was uh, calling the plays for Orlando. They did improve as the season went on. They even won a game against the D.C. Defenders, the team that's 9-1. and one. It's the only blemish for D.C. was a loss to Orlando. You can follow the XFL at xfltoday.net. Back to the, uh, the mock drafts. So a couple of days ago, the Jags are getting a defensive lineman, and, and I wasn't totally against that. Now a cornerback, this, uh, I guess his name's pronounced Kaylee Ringo, cornerback out of Georgia. Uh, he's being mocked to the Jaguars at 24. And there's a little note in there, a little sidebar saying the Jags might have perhaps one of the worst def de defensive backfields in the league, having a lot of trouble at cornerback. Tyson Campbell's a good player, but Shaquille Griffin, he got hurt, didn't come back, didn't play well when he was playing, and the Jaguars released him. Now they they could draft Kaylee Ringo. I I think you're you're getting too cute with the first round pick if you do that. I think you need an offensive lineman. I'm going to go on the record again, just like last year. Jags need an offensive lineman to protect their number one chip, Trevor Lawrence. The left tackle's hurt. The right tackle's gone. Um, the guy that's probably going to play right tackle is the guy that filled in at left tackle last year in uh, Walker Little. You need offensive line help more than anything. That is my opinion. You get an offensive lineman with the first pick, the second pick down the road in the next run, get a defensive lineman, build the defensive lineman, build the, the line of scrimmage, the back end. You'd be surprised how much better the back end will get then at that point. That's just food for thought, in my opinion. So, also, everybody's, you know, interested in the top of the draft, as you know. Although, you know, we mainly just concentrate on the Jags, but NFL draft possibilities for this Thursday. I'm hearing Will Levis from Kentucky, the quarterback, is moving up to draft boards. Bryce Young will go number one out of Alabama. I believe he scored really good on the uh, test. Will Levis did as well. Those are your top two picks, apparently. And Vegas is kind of backing all this up. Bryce Young, number one, a quarterback. Number two, Will Levis. Number three, Tyree Wilson, an edge, an edge player on defense, going number three. Jags, hopefully an old lineman at number 24. Another draft note is, you know, I don't see AR-15 as one of the top two quarterbacks taken. Where does he go? How far does he fall? There's rumors also, I saw from CBS, they had a rumor floating around that it was going to be a trade between the 49ers and Ravens where the 49ers may send Trey Lance to Baltimore for um, Lamar Jackson is a possibility. 
We'll see if that comes to fruition on draft night uh, this Thursday night, April the 27th on my birthday, April 27th. Oh, happy belated birthday to our executive producer, JC, as well. His birthday was uh, got a lot of April birthdays, friends and family in April. Um, it's kind of cool. The draft kind of falls on my birthday. It's kind of a nice birthday present. Going to get some new Jaguars players, hopefully an offensive lineman. Last year I was, and, and I, I don't think I was the only one that was stunned when Trayvon Walker was picked. And we hope, we certainly hope Trayvon Walker will develop into a very good player. And he's probably going to play more on the inside, taking on the, uh, the guards and the tackles, hopefully not dropping in pass coverage as much. But that will depend on, obviously, the defensive scheme with defensive coordinator Mike Codwell, right? So, you know, Anthony Richardson, AR-15, if you will, how far does he drop? Does he drop? Does he surprise? Is he a top-10 pick? Or how far does he drop in the first round or later than that? Draft night's intriguing. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, who just recently got traded to the Jets, you know, on draft night, what, about 18 years ago, I think, when Aaron was a rookie, he dropped all the way to the tail end of the first round when a few weeks or a few months earlier they said Aaron Rodgers is going to be a top two or top three pick. Draft night is intriguing. It just takes one, t- one team to pick you. If a few teams pass on you, oh, man, what's happening? Five or six teams pass on you and you're still falling. Could make for an uncomfortable night. I think AR-15 will go somewhere in the first round. I don't know how high he goes. We'll see. The problem with Anthony Richardson, I mean, when you think about him, the former Florida Gator quarterback, he just didn't, for me, didn't complete enough passes in college. So now he's going to be asked to complete more passes in the NFL, right? Different level, faster guys on defense coming at you. Anthony's got speed. He's a strong kid, strong, fast. That's a great recipe for an NFL player. Certainly is. Got a strong arm, but can he complete the passes? Um, nothing against AR. I heard that his score wasn't the greatest on the test that they were giving out. I don't even, I don't even know the name of the test now. But apparently um, Bryce Young scored well. On some type, I'm assuming that was a written test. Bryce Young scored well. Will Levis, I think, scored pretty good on that test. And uh, CBS says the top three picks will be Bryce Young at number one, Will Levis at number two, Tyree Wilson, edge guy at number three. I think the Cardinals pick at number three. Um, Man, this is uh, intriguing uh, this Thursday night. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Um, there's a lot of mock drafts out there. Um, I guess it was CBS that had the potential trade of uh, Trey Lance going to Baltimore and um, Lamar Jackson with the contract situation going to the 49ers. Everybody's got to agree upon some type of contract for these, uh, any potential trade to come off. But that's some of what we're hearing right now. Um, you do take a look at the mock Carolina Panthers. Uh, they're being mocked to take Bryce Young at number one. Uh, Will Levis by the Texans at number two. Arizona Cardinals 
Uh, edge rusher at number three. C.J. Stroud falls to four and may be taken by the Colts in the number four slot. Um, let's take a look as we go further on down. Anthony Richardson is being mocked to the um, the Tennessee Titans. That's, um, you know, that's still pretty – that's a good pick. That's going to be the number – the number nine pick if he if Tennessee takes him there. And that could happen. Uh scrolling down, taking a look at some other possibilities. Darnett Wright uh, to the Patriots. Darnell Wright, that offensive tackle from Tennessee to the Patriots. He's not gonna make it to the Jaguars, obviously. Um Joey Porter Jr to the Redskins or the Commanders, if you will. Okay. I was looking for my executive producer, JC. Let's see. Where are the mocks? Buffalo always has a pretty good year. Kaylee Ringo is the guy, the defensive back cornerback from Georgia. CBS has him projected to go to the Jaguars, but two days earlier, it was a defense alignment going to the Jaguars. Um, here we go. Si o, what's this? Osiris Torrance out of the University of Florida. Can you imagine the Jags passing on this guy and taking, uh, you know, taking this cornerback, Kaylee Ringo, nothing against him, but the Jags need offensive line help. And then, you know, like three picks later, Buffalo's going to grab Osiris Torrance. Out of Florida, the guard that played for Billy Napier, good player. He could fall in Buffalo's lap if the Jags don't grab him or somebody else grabs him. But Buffalo right now being mocked to get a pretty good offensive lineman, the guard out of Florida, Osiris Torrance. So that's some of what we see on the mocks. Um, let's forget the mocks a minute. I'm still wanting an offensive lineman, whether it's Torrance or some guy that can play offensive tackle or – Offensive guard or both. A, a combo guy would be even better. Um, defensive line with a second pick. Safety third pick. I'm thinking tight end with a fourth pick, the fifth pick cornerback. This is supposedly, this is a deep cornerback draft for a cornerback. If you need a cornerback, you can grab a guy in the middle rounds, the early to middle rounds. Um, the Jags need a tight end that can block, that can potentially catch and have potential of being a great tight end. Um, Evan Ingram, I'm, I'm sure, will play. They're talking about negotiating. The Jags are very interested in negotiating, you know, actually, um, you know, adding more than just a franchise tag where they've got a multi-year, you know, two- to four-year deal or something like that with Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram's going to want a sack full of money. Jags got to somehow figure out how to get further under the cap. You need some money for the draft, too. The draft is this Thursday, April the 27th. Jumbo Shrimp uh, lost to Lehigh. Um, that's a team that's, um, you know, that's one of those teams they don't play that often. Le Lehigh Valley 6, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp 2. Shrimp ball to 10-10. Uh, and 10. Looks like Bryce Young, Will Levis, and Tyree Wilson. They were Tyree Wilson, the edge player on defense. Will Levis and Bryce Young, both quarterbacks. Bryce Young won. 
Will Levis, two. Tyree Wilson, the edge at number three. That's the latest mock of prediction coming down from CBS. And, and that's got a good sound of it, the top three. But, man, after the top three, man, it's 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 a crapshoot after that. C.J. Stroud, talking about him at number four because the team picking there needs a quarterback. Two days ago, CBS says the Jags are taking a defensive lineman. Uh, today on April 26th, they're saying Kaylee Ringo, the cornerback out of Georgia. Boy, that'd be another, that'd be two quarterbacks from Georgia, wouldn't it? I mean, um, I mean, the guy, the guy we got now, I mean, I think he's pretty darn good. Uh, the guy that's starting now, we got one really good cornerback. That's probably a top 10, 11, 12 cornerback in the NFL. And talking about adding another corner, I think it's a cornerback. It's a deep cornerback draft, so I think you can get your cornerback in the, the your, your CB, your cornerback, somewhere in the middle rounds. O- offensive line has got to be more of a priority, and even the defensive line up front. You got Roy uh, Roy uh, Roy Robertson coming back. Um, Roy Robertson Harris. He's got a long name. Uh, who was re-signed, played good, particularly in the second half of the year, and played very good when uh, Dwayne Smoot got hurt last year, too, Roy Robertson-Harris. I still think the Jags need to go D-line with the second pick, O-line with the first pick, safety third pick, fourth pick tight end, fifth pick cornerback, uh, sixth pick, then maybe you start experimenting, finding a wide receiver out there to go with the top three that you have now. It's kind of where I'm at on the draft. Uh, Jumbo Shrimp, again, lost to Lehigh Valley. Lehigh Valley, six. Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, two. The Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp now 10-10 and in AAA baseball. As of April the 26th, as we're moving into another day and uh, recording this podcast, and it is absolutely Wednesday morning, April the 26th. Heck, the draft is just seems like a few hours away. So we've had a chance to talk about the draft. I have not had a chance to look at all the offensive line players, but, you know, I've, I've, I've heard through the grapevine who they are. There's probably three to six guys that could help the Jaguars. Man, grab the best offensive lineman at 24. That's all I want to say about that. Jags need a guard. They need a tackle. They need a guy that can play both positions. There's issues on the offensive line. And you got a quarterback. Trying to get healthy, man. He got hurt last year. It could have been a worse injury, man. I thought it was an ACL to Trevor, and it turned out to be a toe, maybe a you know a mild to medium uh, turf toe type injury, maybe is what it was. I never really heard the official uh, description or definition of the toe injury that Trevor had, but he played pretty good with a with an injured toe last year and continued to uh, escalate and ascend to being a much better quarterback in the second half of year two uh, for your Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, So that's some of what's going on. The Iceman won game three in the East Coast Hockey League first round playoffs. Playoffs? Well, they they lost the first game of the playoffs, then they came back and won game two. Game three. And by the way, game two, they won in overtime, two to one. But game three. Man, there was some offense, and I believe that game was on the road up in Greenville against the Greenville Swamp Rabbits, maybe one of the better 
uh, hockey days and all of professional sports. I mean, some of the NHL names of the new teams, I mean, you got them. What's the name of that team? The Seattle Kraken? Well, that's that's strange. Man, I'm going to crack somebody's head, maybe. Wow, the Seattle Kraken. I uh, got the Vegas Knights in the NHL. But how about this? The Greenville Swamp Rabbits in the East, um, they're in the East Coast Hockey League playing the Jacksonville Icemen in the first round. The Icemen won game three, seven to four. Now the Jacksonville Icemen leaked the best of seven first round East Coast Hockey League's uh, playoff series. Two games to one. The Icemen, two wins. The Greenville Swamp Rabbits, one. So the Icemen trying to gradually take control of that uh, series. Um, so that's the latest on hockey. Uh, semi-pro football, the Southern Steam were off. They're one and one. I understand they've got a uh, kind of a scrimmage game against the Sharks. Jacksonville Sharks coming up uh, in early May. That's going to be interesting to keep an eye on. Um, Sharks playing pretty good football. Uh, on our previous episode, we ran down the uh, the semi. If you want to go back and check semi-pro football, go back to our episode number 30. This is episode show. Where are we at now? Let's see. This is episode 31 that we're talking, talking to you on now, right? And I have to make absolutely sure that you're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We appreciate you uh, tuning in today. We're brought to you by uh, Lake Eufaula. It's .com. Great internet radio where it's all good. Man, thank you for listening in uh, as many as 37 states, Northern Ireland. Um, man, is this true? I don't like to really, you know, blow our own horn, but. Man, did we get five stars in Apple? I don't know how that happened, but it's, uh, I'll take it. Um, the Teal Shirt Report podcast. The one that's up now as we speak now is 30. This is 31. This is episode show number 31, the one I'm recording now. Sometimes, as you know, we'll record for a day, two days, three days, and then you know we'll run the episode out there. I'm going to try to get this one out as quick as possible because the draft is... As you know, this Thursday night, April the 27th at 8 o'clock p.m., everybody be watching what ESPN or I prefer NFL Network uh, when watching the NFL draft. Trayvon Walker stunned me, surprised me a little bit, but we had heard that might happen, and it did last year. So I'm still hoping for offensive line help at number 24 in the first round of this draft. And, heck, we'll see what happens. Iceman up two to one over the Greenville Swamp Rabbits, as we told you. Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp are are ten and ten, not doing bad. Their season's been kind of uh, ebbs and flows. Started out good at two and one, then lost some games. I think they were were the the uh, the shrimp maybe two and four. Then they won again. They got a winning record. Now they're ten and ten. So it's been Jumbo Shrimp playing Triple A baseball a little bit up and down. Let's take a look at uh, North Florida Entertainment. As you know, we're brought to you by um, Lake Eufaula Hits.com, great internet radio, the Mad Max Mix.weebly.com. As we record this podcast on Wednesday morning, April the 26th, Max's show will be on Wednesday night. Then we'll try to 
uh, listen to some of that. And, you know, I think Max is wanting to do an interview with us. So that will be absolutely great. Let's uh, take a look at North Florida Entertainment. Dee uh, Dee McDermott. I still got to get in touch with Dee Dee. Get an update on the trip to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But you can you can get an update as quick as me by calling the guy, Dee Dee McDermott. Let me give you his phone number with uh, Elegant Time Travel and Dark Diamond Entertainment, one of our sponsors of the BigJReport.com and Teal Shirt Report podcast. Um, Alex Nunnery has some baseball interviews on BigJReport.com, some high school baseball interviews that are pretty good. Uh, he's got a picture with one of the Jumbo Shrimp players on our homepage, so check that out. Um, chance of rain about 30%. It's still staying at about 30% clear to partly cloudy skies. May see more clouds move in on Thursday. Chance of rain near 30%, you know, for the next 24 hours or so. On Wednesday and, you know, draft day on Thursday, about 30%. Okay, let's, um, yeah, we were going to tell you about uh, Dee Dee McDermott, the best way to contact Dee Dee. Uh, if you want to know more about the, um, the Pro Football Hall of Fame trip, the status of the Pro Football Hall of Fame trip with folks going to Canton, Ohio in June, please contact Dee Dee McDermott. I'm going to call Dee Dee, too, to get an update as well. Contact Dee Dee McDermott at 904-442-3810. 904-442-3810 to book your trip or ask questions about the upcoming Pro Football Hall of Fame trip to Canton, Ohio. For that trip, future trips, other things Dee's got going on with elegant time travel and uh, dark diamond entertainment. Uh, call Dee McDermott. You can talk sports with Dee Dee, too. He knows a lot about sports. 904-442-3810. 904-442-3810. We're also brought to you by Saucer. Uh, really to get in capital, Larry Saucer, man, that's a, that's a guy I would trust. If you're selling your home, you're buying a home, he's a great guy. Uh, contact Larry, and you can find uh, Saucer Realty and Capital. The link for Saucer Realty and Capital, you can find it at bigjreport.com in the homepage area. For the XFL, latest on um, the standings, the scores, uh, even some videos, some stories, xfltoday.net. That's xfltoday.net. Let's, uh, while we have time, let's take a look at um, North Florida Entertainment, some concerts coming up. A lot of good stuff. Again, we were saddened to learn about uh, the guy from Leonard Skinner, one of the original members, uh, Gary Rossington, passed away back on March 5th of 2023. He was 71, and I tell you, rest in peace, Gary Rossington. Um, he will be missed by his his many, many fans, family, and friends, of course. Taking a look at some concerts, some interesting stuff coming up. Let's see. Um, some shows we got coming up, and plus the Mad Max Mix Internet Radio Wednesday Night Music Request Show from 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock Eastern Time. That's 6 o'clock until 8 o'clock Central Time. And can be accessed at www.madmaxmix.weebly.com. That link is also on our website in the Neighbors 2 section and the Outside the Box section. Good concerts coming up. A good one coming up. Natalie Merchant um, this Friday night, April the 28th of 2023 at the St. Augustine, Florida Amphitheater. That's at the St. Augustine Amphitheater in St. Augustine, Florida. Expect a good show in this one. 
Love Natalie's music. Probably my my favorite song by Natalie Merchant. Um, it's going to be Carnival. The song called Carnival by Natalie Merchant. She's got four or five really, really good songs, and you'll hear them, get to hear them at the show. Tom Jones, the, the cat is 82. Been a heartthrob for ladies for probably 40, 50, 60 years. Tom Jones, he's 82 now. Still going at it. Uh, still performing. What's that song? It's not unusual. Uh, Tom Jones on uh, Tuesday night, May 9th. Uh, Florida Theater. That's a good venue for Tom. Tom Jones, uh, Tuesday night, May 9th, 2023, at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida. This one's interesting. On Friday night, May 12th of 2023, at 7 o'clock p.m., Robert Plant of Led Zeppelin fame, Robert Plant and Allison Krauss from Country Bluegrass fame, uh, singing together, playing together. They're a good combo. Robert Plant and Allison Krauss raising the roof tour at the St. Augustine Amphitheater, Friday night, May 12th of 2023 at 7 o'clock p.m. Psychedelic Furs on Tuesday night, May the 16th of 2023 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida. Tribute band, uh, Freebird. And man, if you're going to play Jacksonville, Florida, and you're a Leonard Skinner tribute band, you better be good. Tribute band, Freebird ATL, will be in Jacksonville, Florida. On June 17th at Underbellies, June 17th, 2023. Um, Freebird ATL told uh, Big J report that Underbellies is located here in Jacksonville, Florida, in downtown Jacksonville, Florida, at 113 East Bay Street. And Freebird ATL said this would be our first time uh, there at Underbellies, according to Freebird ATL. Freebird ATL will be touring across many cities across the nation. Also, besides Freebird ATL at Underbellies on June 17th, this one's this one's going to be good. Peter Frampton on Wednesday night. That's Peter Frampton from Frampton Comes Alive, one of the best live albums ever recorded, right? Peter Frampton on Wednesday night, June the 28th of 2023 at 7.30 p.m. at the St. Augustine, Florida Amphitheater. Peter Frampton. On June 28th, that's Wednesday night, June the 28th of 2023 at 7.30 p.m. at the St. Augustine, Florida Amphitheater. That's going to do it this time around for the Till Shirt Report podcast. We try to make sense out of it all. Talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars, North Florida Entertainment, and other area sports as we do. That's going to do it. I want to thank my executive producer, JC. Happy belated birthday, JC. And a special thank you to Alex Nunnery. Alex has some good interviews at uh, BigJReport.com, some high school baseball interviews on our, our homepage at BigJReport.com, of course. Thank you for listening in to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Make sure you tune into Mad Max's show at MadMaxMix.Weebly.com Wednesday nights, 6 to 8 Central Time, 7 to 9 o'clock Eastern Time. That'll do it for the Teal Shirt Report podcast. My name is Scott, I'm your host, and I'm out. This has been episode show number 31. Enjoy the draft, by the way. Okay, we are going to do a little encore here because I was referring to a guy, and sometimes names will escape me. I have most of the names uh, written down. Tyson Campbell's the cornerback I'm talking about. And I want to emphasize Tyson Campbell. 
He's a cornerback in the NFL now that has developed into a very good player, especially in year two. Now he's moving into year three. This guy has a chance to be one of the top cornerbacks in the NFL out of the University of Georgia entering year three now. He's the guy the Jaguars are going to put on the top wide receiver of their opponent. So what I'm saying is the cornerback, and again, CBS had a cornerback mock to the Jags. Two days prior to that, they had a defensive lineman mock to the Jags. So what are you doing here? You've got a guy in quarterback Trevor Lawrence that you're going to have to sign to a major, major, major contract within one to two years, right? You better get some offensive linemen. That's the last thing I'm going to say about that in this podcast. You've got, you know, you've got um, Campbell, Tyson Campbell, the cornerback. It's a deep cornerback draft. You'll find a guy in the early, but probably the middle rounds. I'm thinking maybe the Jaguars anywhere from their third to fifth selection for a cornerback. Let's work on the line of scrimmage. First pick offensive line, second pick D line. You improve the D line, and the back end's gonna the back end's gonna be better for it. One plus one is two, two plus two is four, and so forth. Three plus three is six. I really think Balky needs to get an offensive lineman at twenty-four. That's it's my major opinion. I thought that last year. I'm thinking that even more this year. So let's see what happens. I mean, there's offensive alignment sprinkled around the league that the Jaguars could have had. Take a look at Philadelphia's team. Take a look at their offensive line. They played in the Super Bowl. They lost to Kansas City. Great game, by the way. Um, I'd rather get offensive linemen, improve the offense. Let's score some points. Get a defense alignment. Let's push the pocket. Let's push the pocket, you know, and uh, take care of the line of scrimmage before the ball even gets out. That's my opinion. The Tillshirt Report podcast has been eloquently produced by Alex Nunry and our executive producer, JC. Thanks uh, to John Gaylor for the help, the support. All you guys, uh, David Martin keeps me up to date with APDFL semi-pro football. Want to say hello to my my good friend Solo, uh, Solo Don Dana Lynn plays for the Duval Panthers. I think they've been they've had an open week. They've been off the last week. Uh, Ray Jenny, hello to you, Robert Irwin, Robert Irwin, good guy with uh, Jaguars. Let's go along with Jerry Brown. All you guys, April Kozik, hello to you. Um, William Curtis Kearson. William knows that when I get a podcast done, I'm going to send it to Duval Daily, and he'll promote it for me in his uh, Jags group. And I want to thank all the Jaguars groups that allow me to uh, post our podcast promotion in their particular Jaguars group. Thank you very, very much. Uh, Jag Nation, which is probably one of the early groups I got into. Uh, That was, of course... um, Mr. DeLugo's group, right? And um, all the other groups, Jaguars Den. A lot of new people join Jaguars Den. Got to look out for those newcomers sometimes. 
there's a lot of stuff going on on Facebook, man. BigJReport.com Facebook group, man. I've been having to block some characters that come in and post all kinds of stuff. So it does happen. Um, XFLToday.net. Check out the website there, XFLToday.net, one of our sponsors here at the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Again, we want to thank Elegant Time Travel, Dark Diamond Entertainment, and D.D. McDermott there. Um, of course, LakeyFallahits.com, great internet radio where it's all good. They have Rock Saturdays, Hits 2000s, Monday through Friday nights, Deep Tracks, Album Cuts, Unique Songs Late at Night, and During the Banker's Hours, very, very good and recognizable hits, LakeyFallahits.com. Great internet radio where it's all good. The Mad Max Mix.weebly.com, your internet radio Wednesday night music request show. Wednesday night, 6 to 8 Central Time, 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock Eastern Time. And Max has got the listeners all over the Southeast, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, surrounding states, Tennessee, even up in Michigan, surrounding states. And enjoy Max's show, Mad Max's show, each Wednesday night at Mad Max Mix.weebly.com. XFLToday.net to check out the scores, the standings, the playoffs are now getting ready to start. Congratulations to The Rock, Danny Garcia, and Redbird on making it through the 10-game season. That's been tough to do for leagues. Uh, USFL started up. I'm not really a huge fan of the the USFL. I was back in the the mid-'80s when they were putting – at times, over 60,000, close to 70,000 people in the old Gator Bowl for the Jacksonville Bulls. That was USFL football. When Jim Kelly played for the Houston Gamblers, Herschel Walker was running for the New Jersey Generals. Uh, the Donald was the owner of the Generals. Um, and what a great league back in the uh, early to the mid-1980s. I'm probably more of an XFL guy now as far as the spring leagues go. Just my opinion, food for thought. And that's going to about do it. Episode show number 31, Mike Riggins. Um, you're in my thoughts and prayers, buddy. The Jaguar cat, and he's got more than nine lives. The guy needs our prayers. Mike Riggins and my good Duval brother. Enrique Crumbs, hello to you. David Martin, Chris Bowen. Boy, I'm doing a, after all, I'm doing a shout out list. Uh, Ella Smith, guy that's played for, man, I can take five fingers, and he's played for that many team semi-pro football outdoor indoor arena played for the orlando predators before ray jenny special hello to you my my good friend chris james won our super bowl contest that we had i I finally was able to tabulate all the results congratulations chris james robert Irwin, hello to you william uh curtis kierce with duval daily david monk rickley bobby i prayers going out to you and thank you for always listening in richard oliver Miller Mark, a comedian friend up in New York. David Monk Rickley. Dave, John Gaylor, again, a special hello to you. David Monk Rickley, Lehman Northway. Mary Lou Halub, Kenneth Harris, Mike Pate. Uh, our executive producer, JC's um, brother, Jared. And JC's uh, nephew, Zach. Hello to you. Uh, Chris Parker and TJ Overman with the North Florida um, Music Group, the band called psychic deli they're also they also have another band it's called late night transfer which is more of a jam band too want to say hello to those guys chris parker tj overman and the rest of their band with uh, psychic deli uh here in north florida 
April Kozik, hello to you. Jerry Brown with Jaguars, let's go. Greg Bowen, special hello to you. I try not to miss anybody, but sometimes I do. Terry Knott, hello to Terry Knott. Uh, Richard Oliver again, hello to you. If I missed anybody, you know, I don't I don't intend to or, or don't mean to. And thank you guys for listening in. This has been episode show number 31 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Again, we have been eloquently produced, I feel, by Alex Nunry and our executive producer, JC. John Gaylor, thank you for everything, too. Thank you for all the, the messaging. John Gaylor, get to me with stuff that I, I don't know that's happened yet. Boy, the Braves are playing well. In Major League Baseball, the Atlanta Braves and the Tampa Bay Rays. I can take a look at the standings real quick before we go. Major League Baseball and the Braves. I know the Rays got off to one heck of a start, right? I do like to take a look at the standings. It's late April. We'll do that real quickly, and then we'll get on out of here with the Teal Shirt Report uh, podcast. Uh, baseball standings. Let's take a look at the standings real quick. The Rays have gotten off to a flying start. Uh, here in April of 2023, the Braves playing well. And we'll take a look at the standings in Major League Baseball. If I can get those up. Tampa Bay. Is this, man, this is like a misprint. Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay Rays are 20 and 4. They got the pitch and they got a pretty good team. Baltimore is actually in second place in that division, 15 and 8. The Boston Red Sox, I thought they had a little bit of money to spend. They're 13 and 12. Everybody in that American League Eastern Division has a winning record, by the way. Tampa Bay Rays 20 and 4. Can you believe it? And I know not everybody checks the baseball standings every day. Texas Rangers and the AL West 14 and 9. Off to a good start. Uh, my Atlanta Braves are 16 and 8. New York Mets are coming on a little bit now, 14 and 10. Pitch, how about Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh Pirates. Certainly a small market team with money. Pittsburgh Pirates are leading that division now. They've come on in the NL Central. Pittsburgh Pirates 16 and 8. Milwaukee Brewers are 15 and 9. Both those teams off to good starts. LA Dodgers with all that money, 13 and 11. They lead the NL West by a half game over Arizona. So that's just a little, just kind of a peak look at the Major League baseball standings thank you for allowing me to do that here on episode show number 31 man i love baseball baseball was best back in the day 1970s best era major league baseball probably the 1970s and early 1980s i love the braves teams in the 90s with smoltz and uh glavin and greg maddox but uh those are the teams off to really flying starts uh here in april as we did take a look at some baseball standings uh, here in april of 2023 as of April 26th of 2023. That's going to wind it up. That's going to complete our encore of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We do try to make sense out of it all and cover the Jacksonville Jaguars, North Florida Entertainment, and, of course, other area sports. We'll talk college football on our next episode. I had some stuff on the uh, Florida Gators um, I'll just say kind of after spring training ended, I'm just going to kind of say it like this. Um, I do have some stuff from a uh, coach Napier. Actually, I, I was, I've been checking out some of his press conferences. They have a lot of new players in Florida. Coach Napier kind of went into saying they're making significant, uh, they got some players making some significant impact on defense, a uh, ton of growth overall. Coach Napier says, guy named Cersei had a sack for Florida in the spring game. Um, 
I think overall, Coach Billy Napier feels like the roster is improving and has improved. And Coach Billy Napier said he feels like his team, not just his team, but the coaching staff and his team have made a lot of progress. Uh, Coach Napier said he'd like to see more on offense, obviously. Uh, the Florida Gators are still under 85 scholarship players and may add some more players to the roster, uh, I believe, from the the uh, transfer portal. College football is changing. Transfer portal, NIL deals, it's not all for the best. Recruiting, actual recruiting. Uh, conference is changing. You know, we talked about this on our one of our previous podcasts about who was it? Uh, was it the Sun Belt and the Western Athletic Conference merging? We're going to see more of that. Oklahoma and Texas officially joined the SEC, not this year in 2023, but next year in 2024. I believe Oklahoma and Texas become full-fledged members of the SEC in the summer of 2024. That means they'll be members, official members of the SEC for the uh, the fall of 2024 in the 2024 college football season, not this upcoming year, but the following year. That's going to do it for the Teal Shirt Report podcast. I think we covered most everything. Thank you for listening. Uh, by the way, we, um, we recorded this podcast on Wednesday, April the 26th, still about a 30% chance of rain in Jacksonville and North Florida. Uh, it's getting to be summertime, though. High temperatures in the low 80s. Lows at night right now, low 60s, around 62 this morning for our low in uh, Jacksonville. I'm at World Headquarters of the BigJReport.com. Best place to find our podcast is at BigJReport.com. Scroll in, down the homepage and you'll find uh, the link to our, our podcast, the Teal Shirt Report podcast. And again, thank you for listening. We're on all the platforms. I mean, you, you just type into your browser the Teal Shirt Report podcast. You'll find us. Or simply go to our website at bigjreport.com, scroll the homepage, and you'll find the Teal Shirt Report podcast as well. I mean, after all, you're listening to it now, so you found us. And again, thank you for listening. This has been episode show number 31 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Special thanks to our producers, uh, Alex Nunnery and our executive producer, JC. Thank you guys for all that you do. I probably didn't get everybody on the shout-out list, but Terry Nod, hello to you if I missed you a little bit earlier. And um, if you're a new listener, man, I'm glad you're here. Um, again, thank you for, for listening into the Teal Shirt Report podcast. This has been episode show number 31. We've had a lot of fun on this episode. Go Jags! Man, let's hope for an offensive lineman at number 24. But, hey, we'll see what happens. The NFL draft can be a crapshoot, as you know. It really can be. A lot of surprises can happen. I mean, it is one of the, what would you say, one of the rarest forms of live TV, right? So if you want to see some live TV, check it out. The draft, the NFL draft, this Thursday night, April the 27th. 8 o'clock p.m. It starts for the first round. It'll be on um, ESPN and NFL Network. I think I prefer the coverage on NFL Network, but we'll take a look at it. We'll be writing about it at BigJReport.com and talking about it here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Again, thank you for listening. Again, special kudos to our producers, Alex Nunnery and our executive producer, JC. Thank you guys for all that you do. And again, thank you for being here and listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast 
on our next episode, we're going to be talking about the actual Jaguars draft picks. So join us real soon in the next few hours, the next day, or the next few minutes. Whenever you come back up, probably have a new episode for you. This has been episode show number 31 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. And again, hey, thank you for listening. My name is Scott. I'm your host, and I'm out. Take care. Have a great day.